Hello guys and welcome to the latest MSC Performance Podcast with me, Mark Olson, and today I'm joined by Sonia. How are we doing? Hi everyone. Um, yeah, I'm doing great. Um, I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mark? <laughs> good chat, good chat. Yeah, very well, thanks. Very well. Another week's been and gone. Um, gym's buzzing. You know, things going really, really well. So that's a month, a month into... Uh, into post lockdown a month back in the gym yes four weeks crazy quick crazy quick i think everyone's training going really really well um jim's been busy since six o'clock like this morning's been really busy in the morning fifth week new month new month new me uh so in regards to today's podcast topic uh the title of the podcast is why kids should get into strength and conditioning um so this is a really interesting interesting one and even if you haven't got uh got, got kids yourself um it's probably a very interesting uh interesting listen really because there's obviously a massive stigma around you know kids being you know going to the gym and it being really dangerous and like the most evil thing in the world to do basically is you know bring your children to the gym apparently um so we're going to sort of debunk a few of those myths uh we're going to talk into a little bit of detail about the uh the benefits um that uh you know young you know anywhere from we're talking you know five or six years old right up to 17 18 years old um so you know uh sounding very old here but back in my day you know uh, like even even with with my rugby background was right yeah don't go to the gym until you're 20 21 22 until you're fully developed and then you can you can start training but we're going to talk a lot about the benefits of getting into the gym younger um so if you're listening to this and you've got any you know family members you know you've got children yourself or you've got young nieces and nephews um, that you've kind of thought about you know could they potentially uh, join a gym or get you know get into a little bit of basic strength conditioning training uh, the answer is yes absolutely you know you should be uh, looking to get them into it and today in this podcast we're going to be talking about why uh, why you know why that's a, a, a good idea I think it would be maybe good to start with um, kind of talking about like my background as obviously being a little younger than Mark here and then maybe you can... You remind me every day. <laughs> maybe you can um, kind of catch on yours um, and as well I think maybe it would be good if I kind of bring, um, bring out how is it um, back home like in Slovakia just like kind of compare the situation which obviously I don't really want to talk about the current state as I'm not really that aware, but I would probably just begin with that ever since I remember like topic of gym, it's always been don't, don't do it, don't do weights, don't touch barbell, no free weights, machines, like it's just like full of risk. You, you know, you're going to stop growing, you're going to, you're going to mess up with your hormones, etc., etc. So like, I'm just looking at it the way that like this, whole idea been wrong and I just hope that it's not like that anymore um, which I think the health and well-being and fitness for you being promoted more and more um, even back home but I think there is still that that group of people um, who kind of who are scared of putting their children into gym or think kid children don't belong to gym yeah there's still that there's still that massive stigma behind it um of, as you say, you know, you are, you know, we should wait until we're 18, 19, 20, 21 before we start going into the gym. Uh, the reason is, you know, it's still, it's still seen as very controversial. I think it's getting better. Um, I think like in this country, we've always been horrific with 
you know, sport and exercise in kids. You know, back at school, we used to do like one PE session a week. Like it's just not taken seriously. Um, and then like gym was never even like, a, you know, never even the slightest consideration. Um, you know, whereas I think people are becoming a little bit more aware now. Um, there's certainly plenty of research to, you know, which disproves that notion that S and C and getting in the gym is bad for your kids. Um, so, you know, you've got the typical things like, will it, you know, will it stunt my, my child's growth if they start lifting weights? And like, I'd, I'd love to know where that started from, like that, <laughs> that, that idea. Um, but we can safely say now through, you know, tons and tons of research that that is not the case. That is not the case. If your kid, um, you know, is being well regulated and well coached and they're lifting weights, lifting weights is not going to stunt your child's growth. Like it's, you know, if, if, if there's a possibility of anything in regards to change of size and shape, if anything, they're going to grow more <laughs> um, because, you know, obviously the benefits of lifting weights, which we'll go into later in terms of, you know, building, you know, lean muscle tissue, obviously that's limited with, with, with youngsters as well due to hormonal factors and, and you know, lower testosterone. Um, but, you know, in terms of in, improving bone density, bone strength, if anything, we'd, we'd kept it, you know, we'd, we'd grow a bit better. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, there's this whole stigma between, you know, behind that and also that it's dangerous as well. Um, as someone who's grown up playing, you know, rugby, football, like, you know, any sport you can imagine, like, I'll take rugby as an example, like playing rugby is a lot more dangerous than well-regulated strength and conditioning work. Um, you've got factors that are completely out of your control. You've got an opposition for a start in the gym. It's you and a bar or, you know, a piece of equipment. Um, there's no real like external factors. Um, in, in rugby, you've got people flying at you from all different directions. It's multi-directional. There's guys that are going to be bigger than you, stronger than you, more powerful potentially. Um, and it's like, it's a sport that, you know, is, you know, as with any kind of combat sport and things like that, it's kind of, you know, it's, there's, there's high risk factors behind those. And yet we don't, <clears throat> rightly so, we don't, you know, uh, discourage children to pursue those sports. Thank goodness they should be doing those sports. But what we can do is we can do strength and conditioning training alongside it um, to help with various factors, which we'll, we'll go into uh, we'll go into shortly. And I think another thing to mention is a lot of people think of the gym and weights as bodybuilding. Like if they're not if they're not that well, like train themselves, or you know they're not they, they've not been to a good facility, or they're not too you know too educated on the on the subject of of training you know they think of you know why would i get my kid into into lift weights and become on you know become try and become arnold schwarzenegger like it's not you know that there's there's more to the gym than bodybuilding you know we're not you know we're not saying to your kid to come in and you know do chest and triceps and like become a become a big bodybuilder um but with a good strength conditioning program they can learn invaluable skills both you know, physically and psychologically as well to really help them as they're growing up, help them in the sports that they're doing um, to help them, even if they're not playing sports, to help them, you know, become stronger, you know, mobile, flexible. And that will carry through into adult life as well. Um, learning the skills in the gym as early as possible, it gives you a huge, huge 
head start and advantage. Do you know, as you said, like you, you would like to know where this all stigma kind of began. So that made me think like, I think because gyms like ours, like MSC is, um, from what like you guys been saying that it's only developed like in in couple of like last 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 couple of years yeah. that there weren't gyms like ours like more like strength and conditioning facility so i think it wasn't really natural bringing your kid into that bodybuilding type of gym or commercial gym whereas like if you think of your i don't know six or seven or eight year old kid and you would see the setup of like a pure gym or any other commercial gym you probably wouldn't really know what to do yeah whereas like now it's big becoming more of a common thing to have gym like ours um where you also get the staff or you can get the coaching on the side which i think this wasn't there before i can say 100 this wasn't there was nothing like this back home like you would find a gym with you know with the coaches who can actually take you through SNC as it is. Um, so I think that's probably the issue that it's only becoming popular now. And hopefully that's going to help a lot to the new generation. Yeah. yeah. Um, in every field and any, any kind of sport. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, yeah, you're right. It just takes time, doesn't it? I think like we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get there in this country. I just feel like we're so behind always with, you know, or not so behind, but like certainly behind, you know, some, some other countries in regards to, um, you know, athletic performance, you know, both in schools, both in, you know, in, in, in gyms, um, the kind of viewpoint we have on, on, on kids and, you know, we're, we're very scared in this country to, to, you know, to push our, our kids to be competitive, uh, to try and win, um, you know, and, uh, you know, to, to, to stay away, you know, to stay away from things like this and then like not even consider it for most, most people. But yeah, I think like, yeah, with the emergence, we've been open since 2015. So the emergence of these, you know, more independent strength conditioning performance based gyms will certainly help with that. Um, you know, I think like, yeah, before if you're a parent and you've got a kid and it's like, right, do I get them to join my, you know, my health club membership, my Valentine's membership, for example, that's a really difficult thing to do. What 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 is that kid going to exactly, do in the gym? Yeah. No supervision, no coaching. Um, you know, and it, that's a real difficult kind of process to so start. So basically, this brings the risks of it that, like, if you would just put your kid into the environment with with zero guidance or structure, that's probably where come comes the, the fact of like the injuries and why is it dangerous and probably it maybe hurt someone and then a couple of more people and then you just become become like pa paranoid about it um yeah. that like okay gym is not for kids i think many gyms also have regulations like in terms of age um i, I i'm not sure how it is yeah and i know we have a small regulation but this is a bit different exactly like as we said that we can work with the youth um we we used to have and we're gonna probably have in future like kids on site doing snc um so i think it should just become more like a topic which we're not worried to talk about or like um parents shouldn't be worried about this but i think if if your kid is doing a sport what i've noticed like lately is that parents are actually keen and they they search and they're looking for the right help they can get 
because they see the difference and probably they starting to understand yeah um so it's becoming definitely more like open-minded topic yeah. it takes time i think like the re the research has been clear about like the growth growth stunting and things like that it's been i clear think for the issue years. is that the research is not like not available for everyone but people don't access it yeah sure and obviously if they're just reading like you know bbc news <laughs> etc it's not always the right right information um often misleading yeah so obviously if you search for the right help for the right coaching or people who are from the field um these people should know what the research is and yeah i think before we just go into the benefits of uh of doing strength conditioning and kids doing snc um you know just to kind of round round this little bit off i think it's important to remember if you listen to this and you're a parent you're considering getting your, co your, your kid into snc it's like you know the, the, again just to recap the danger aspect um like you said you know you've got kids running around playing rugby you know wrestling each other jumping out of trees doing like all sorts of crazy stuff and people think that you know getting a getting a stick or a dowel or a, a light barbell and practicing a well-controlled squat is going to be dangerous and it's like <laughs> it's, it's actually madness isn't it like i think you know some people probably listen to that and sort of think yeah that that's absolutely crazy yeah. we think that like you got kids running around like freely like, like doing just having fun yeah exactly exactly like putting their putting their bodies through like some serious work like say you know jumping running you know contact sports etc etc but we're scared to you know do a do a split squat or uh, or learn or learn you know the correct form for picking something off the floor like a dead you know doing a deadlift um and it's like yeah it's kind of a crazy crazy stigma that like i'll never be able to get my head around really but as you say i think it's just something that you know the research, yeah. research has been around for you know 20 30 years now but it you know it will slowly come to light i think and especially with more facilities like uh, like this so if you are considering it just make sure you do your background on your coach uh, they're going to be working with which i'm sure anyone with 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 kids any parent would would do that anyway um do you know good amount of research research facility and the coach before you get started and under a good coach then the athlete you know they should be looking at a long-term athletic development program so we're not talking about coming in and bodybuilding and smashing the muscles up we're not talking about um you know deadlifting 100 kilos within your first week or two it's learning the basics learning the disciplines learning how to move correctly learning how to brace how to hinge how to squat how to carry how to push how to pull all those kind of skills so that we can develop slowly there's plenty of time to add you know weight to a bar but the key is you know to get those fundamental fundamental movement patterns nailed early on okay and imagine you know for, for those who are listening who you know are, are, are a little bit older perhaps or you know adults who got into training and good training and strength conditioning a little bit later in life you know imagine now that you'd learned some of those basic skills so any of our barbell club guys listening like who have learned the squat the hip hinge you know push ball carry you know with since since they've been with us imagine going back in time now to like when you were 13 14 15 and learning those fundamental movement patterns how much benefit that would be for you as a kid but also as you transition into adult life how much easier your life would be <laughs> if you can squat properly if you can hip hinge 
you know, imagine the progress you'd make in the gym if you'd learn if you learn those movements nice and uh, nice, nice and early, really. So I think that can lead us on to on, on to going into a little bit more depth about the, the benefits. So you might be listening to this thinking, right, okay, well, all right, I know now that it's not going to stunt my child's growth. I know it's going to be safe. Um, when I factor in everything else that the kids doing and all the sports they're, they're doing, it's safe. Okay, so we've we've nailed that topic that it's safe to do and it's okay to do. Um, do you want to start talking about a little bit of the benefits? Yeah, that's the why. Um, I think I would start with kind of talking about like the very early stage of every single child. So like obviously, you know, um, like we are kind of like program. To do things naturally like there's a process of like there is a sequence of processes we go through since being a child so you know you're born then you start like roll etc chin up and obviously you start and le- learn how to walk how to walk on your own etc etc so obviously these are all like natural things um and each of us do each of us does them but then if you want to talk about like how you can get let's say your children in early stages um, having a coach, a strength training. So these motor skills can be developed way better. Um, So I I spoke to Mark about it earlier, the saying about locomotion and how people walk, because you as a coach can assess a lot from just looking at someone walking. Believe it or not, like people don't always walk the right way. Some people don't know in their 30s how to squat properly, which is a common thing, but this is because of the lack of the strength training, actually, because you didn't have the guidance of someone teaching you actually how to do these things right. Um, and this comes down to like strategies you use in the gym, um, or like in the normal, normal movements, which should be something natural to you. But obviously, you know, you, you see people squatting differently, hinging differently. Like everyone has this different strategy. And then when it comes to kids or someone new in a gym, um, you're trying to search or teach them the most efficient strategy for them. Um, So this comes down to the benefit of motor skill development. Okay, so if you have your kid doing well-structured and well-designed strength training or strength and conditioning training, depends whatever it is, um pro- these skills are developed developed way better um, that's what i was trying to say yeah. that like and then obviously if you well if you have these skills well developed the sport performance will be well, well way better um in the future if you if you're pushing your kid towards a sport etc etc just with, just with the movement aspect as well like you think about you know as you develop develop through you know being a kid into into adulthood and you know in terms of mobility and movement being sat down at a desk for you know for eight nine hours a day you know we we've all seen the infograms of like you know seeing the baby doing the perfect squat and stuff like that and it's like okay then you know this is (laughs) this isn't a massively accurate thing because of like the the um anthropometric like makeup of of the baby and like you know the short the short legs longer torso heavy head type thing isn't the same as an adult so you can't necessarily expect like that perfect swap you know as naturally as you become an adult but if you're training those movement patterns throughout like when you're at school you are sat down a lot you go into adult life you're sat down at a desk a lot we're sat in our cars a lot 
everything's in that seated position, hip flexors are getting shorter, glutes are inactive, middle back's getting rounded, posture's poor, we're weak, you know, weak posterior chain, and we lose the ability to do these basic fundamental movement patterns and getting those in, you know, and, and then the amount of people we see that, you know, I like say, you know, can barely stand up straight, yeah. let alone walk and, you know, just very, very, very weak, very, you know, immobile. And then, you know, they come into the gym and they're doing the right thing and trying to correct that. But imagine doing that just throughout life. I mean, this it's is been something neglected for it's been neglected. If you, yeah, exactly. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's what we say with strength finishing. And that's the same with adults and strength training. And if you want to be quick and you stop sprinting, you're going to get slower. You've got to, you've got to keep, keep using it, especially as you get older. Um, but like, if you can, if you can do that throughout your, throughout, you know, get your kid doing that throughout their childhood and just the, the ability to continue and improve those basic functional movement patterns then imagine how much of a more athletic adult they're going to be imagine how much stronger they're going to be imagine how much better the posture is going to be the core strength the ability to to move like the the injury prevention which we haven't even gone into yet but we'll do shortly like side of things of like you know growing up and being strong being athletic because both of us basically talking from an experience of having a person or an athlete um coming into a gym and i don't know being mid-20s mid-30s mid-40s and you have you know we both had those people who who never been to a gym and it's just so different than to having someone who yeah you know me as a kid i've been doing this and that um like these people are just more athletic and they understand the movement way better. So yeah. I think all those people who don't have these abilities, they wish they, almost everyone I came across and not trained before wishes, oh, I wish I've done this when I was a kid. Yeah. So that, and I think it's massive, like, you know, like this advantage of like shame that they didn't do these things when they were kids. Yeah. Because now when you want to learn them those, when you want to teach them those patterns, the learning process is a bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, obviously can be done, but that would be probably the biggest um, like benefit that like you are just ready for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, 100%, um, 100%. Like. like the athletic ability is a big thing, I think. And now I think everyone kind of starts to understand how important exercise is, uh, how it helps with your mental health, well-being. So it's a big part of, of our life and it should be like some sort of physical exercise, um, yeah. no matter what it is, if it's a gym or cycling or just walking, running. Like it really depends how you move, like how efficient you are um, and how in then like kind of compensate your living because you can, you know, you can go for a walk and you can run, but if the technique is maybe poor-ish, um, you might start getting injuries or you might not feel that well. Yeah. So to learn these things at the early stages is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. If we talk about like almost injuries and robustness now, kind of, you know, sort of transition into that. And like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think like from, if we're talking about like the biggest benefit of strength training, it's arguably, you know, to, to build enough strength for the muscles and joints to be able to absorb oh, the forces stress. yeah. and stresses that we that, that we undertake in, in daily life. Now, that could be an elite rugby player, right? Where we've got to be really, really strong because the, uh, the, the, the forces that the body undertakes in those games are, are, are extremely high forces. So we need to be really robust 
and strong to be able to absorb those forces, whether that's sprinting, which produces unbelievably high force, whether that's contact in a tackle. We need to build strength in the gym to become robust enough to be able to combat those forces. But even if you're not a competitive athlete and you're just, you know, you, you've just got some, some basic, you know, hobbies, you, you exercise a moderate amount, being, you know, strong enough to absorb the forces of life, like Sonia says, like, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, go do the couch to 5K or they go and do, you know, they want to take up recreational running or swimming or anything like that. Now, the better you move, the better your mobility and the better your strength through those ranges of movement that you want to undertake and being strong enough to absorb the forces. Like, let's take running, for example. If you're a 90-kilo guy and you are in okay shape and you want to get into running like that's actually you know 90 kilos coming off the floor pounding the pavement every step and doing wanting to do 5 10 15 20k a week whatever it is is a lot of force that's a lot of stress going through the body and if you're not strong enough if your joints aren't strong enough and your movement quality isn't good enough then that is where the body breaks down and becomes injured because it's a lot of force going through the body and if we're weak you know, weak things break, right? So if we're producing a lot of force through the floor, bang, that's where we get the that's what that's where we get the potential injury. So imagine the benefits of learning these skills as a child and coming into your adult life and just hitting the ground running, so and, to speak. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. Even though like we just said like rugby player or just like your casual hobbies, even though you wouldn't do anything, just like natural process of aging, like, you know, like the bone density uh, is reducing, etc. Like, you know, you're losing muscle mass. Like it's just, it, well, obviously you should do some sort of exercise to improve these things like for the longevity so you're gonna live longer you're gonna you know you're gonna be able to move because like again this is a common thing that like if you're older you can't can't take stairs um you know you probably can't do long walks like why would you not if you would train through the life just train train it train it early and maintain it like it really like you know it's gonna simple it's gonna it's that simple it's gonna sound like a bias because we're obviously into into the gym and into strength conditioning but it really should be like mandatory to do like basic strength conditioning from a very very early age right through your life and like i say if you don't use it you're gonna lose it and if you get you know if you're not using your body and you're becoming sedentary you become immobile you become weak and then, like, I mean, you know, forget the injuries for a minute. It's just not very fun, is it? It's not very fun to be, like, you know, to be weak, to be out of shape, to not be able to do. You know, again, we're not talking about getting on stage and looking absolutely ripped. You know, we're talking about the basic, you know, functional daily movement patterns that if we're not training, you know, these throughout our life, then we start to lose, as Sonia says, as you get older, you know, natural, you know, natural aging process you know, it takes its toll. And that, you know, that can that can be delayed massively, you know, um, you know, especially if you know physiologically wise, that can be delayed massively with good yeah. strength conditioning training. So just get in, you know, get your get your kids in early, learning those good habits about the gym so that when they get into the late teens, when they get into the twenties, when they get into the thirties, they've got a huge amount of experience of how to look after their health and well being. And ultimately, like what's more important than yeah than, basically than, than how to cope with, with the stress stress from life just like you know work mm. um and everything and this kind of relates to 
to the well-being or like psychological side of exercise the benefit um so obviously they are very closely related like like exercise and stress so that's another big one i think like a benefit for for even even if it's an adult but like children as well so like children coping through loads of stress with probably when they're at school or you know just like growing up like obviously it's a different type of stress um adults have but it's still stress um same like if we're talking like exercise that's obviously stress so you're just preparing your body for coping with with higher demands i guess so um that's that's a big one like well-being and mental mental health yeah I think um, I, I just want to dive, uh, dive on slightly into a more performance uh, sort of uh, chat. Um, so like if you've got young kids like playing sport, you know, as we as I spoke about briefly, like, you know, football, rugby, these kind of sports, American football, tennis, cricket, whatever it is, it's high forces on the body. OK, very high forces. Now, even if your kid's not doing like contact sports specifically, like, you know, if we're talking about sprinting or if we're talking about playing cricket or anything like that, like there's, a, there's huge stresses on the, on, the, on the body that are undertaken. Now, you know, kids are, kids are pretty tough and pretty robust naturally. And, you know, you might not see too many injuries, but as they, as they get a little bit older, you know, especially into the teens, that's where we can start to see injuries. Uh, I'm going to use myself as a case study here. So like growing up playing every, every sport under the sun, you know, it was in my sort of mid to late teens where I started to pick up. A lot of injuries and the the simple fact of the matter is that like you know playing rugby for example and an injury i'll use and there was many injuries but uh was, was a was a torn hamstring a grade two torn hamstring uh then i came back and played and tore it again the first game back um so this is kind of like uh late late teens maybe 17 18 19 so um basically at that at that age um i was quite quite fast i was quite quick but my muscles weren't strong enough and my joints weren't strong enough and my movement quality wasn't good enough to absorb the forces that you undertake in a game so the hamstring one was actually non-contact um both times that i did it so no one anywhere near me it was like a sniper had shot me from the crowd and i just went down you know what's happened here like just like the worst kind of tearing pain in, in the back of my leg and sprinting produces massively high forces of stress through the body it's a very high velocity high force movement okay so very explosive now your muscles are contracting eccentrically concentrically at rapid rates okay and the, and the quicker you are the more the more prone to injury you're going to be okay now what you need to do is you need to have your kid to be strong enough to be able to absorb those forces now that injury you know um, um, in, in sports, there's always risk. Of course, there's always risk. And you can never say like 100%, you can never be injured again by doing good S&C, but you can massively reduce the risk of injury. And with good S&C, good hip hinging patterns, good, you know, good skill in the hip hinge, building up strength for a Romanian deadlift, getting strong through the hamstring from the knee as well, um, which is very important for, for sprinting. Now, with enough strength to be able to absorb those forces, there's a 95% chance plus that I wouldn't have got injured. Um, and you won't, you won't get, you won't get, in, you won't get those kind of soft tissue injuries, non-contact soft tissue injuries, if you are strong enough to absorb those forces. Okay, so the idea was, 
you know, so what happened was I'm, I'm sprinting and I'm sprinting, you know, at a, a, a good pace, but the muscle is contracting at a, a fast rate, but it's not strong enough to absorb those forces, you know, eccentric, concentric, bang, 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 that stretch joint cycle, not, not strong enough to absorb that. And therefore the muscle tissue breaks down and you become injured. Then at about six weeks out, didn't rehab the injury because I didn't really know how to. And it was like, you know, the club, I mean, amazing to think that this was a professional club as well, <laughs> was like, you know, oh no, we don't, we don't want you in the gym yet. We want to, you know, want to, want to, make sure you grow tall and, you know, make you grow naturally. So, you know, you would want a gym until you're 21, 22. Um, so it was like, right, okay. So there was no rehab at all. And then it's straight into a sprint. And then guess what's going to happen? Yeah. Okay. So I don't even need to say it's obvious. Okay. So, you know, and in the contact as well, that's another aspect, you know, um, I had a couple of shoulder injuries through, through contact. And the, the reality is, okay, in, in, in contact, it can be a little bit different. You can get your body in awkward positions and, you know, injuries um, happen in sport. But again, with good S&C, my sh shoulders basically put through a range that it wasn't mobile enough to, to take and it wasn't strong enough through that range of motion to take. So my shoulder got hit and pulled back and in that range of movement, I wasn't strong enough to absorb that force. Yeah, and I tore an AC joint. And then six weeks later, came back, tore it again. So you get the idea. So, but, you know, we're not talking about, with kids, we're not talking about getting them in and just doing weights for the sake of it and bodybuilding. We're talking about building, you know, you know, getting them strong, getting them robust and preparing them for, for sport, for life, to be able to run around, to reduce injury rates, to be as athletic as possible so they can carry that into everyday life. And the bodybuilding aspect the, the the primary hormone for building muscle mass is testosterone. Now, in kids, especially pre-adolescent kids, they haven't got the testosterone levels to build to build large amounts of muscle mass. So, if you're worried about like your seven, you know, to twelve year old coming in the gym and getting massive, it isn't gonna it isn't gonna happen. You speak to Max Hartman; he's been trying to get massive for for, for ten years, and he's thirty eight. He's still like, and he's still and, yeah. he, and he's he's still he's still a growing lad. Um, it isn't that easy, you know, even for fully grown, uh, fully grown adults. So if you've got a kid who's young, you know, they, they, I promise you, I promise you, they are not going to get massive in the gym. That's not what we're talking about. Bodybuilding is a separate aspect and bodybuilding's quality and it's got its place, and it's, you know, unbelievable in its own right. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about athleticism. We're talking about building robustness. We're talking about, you know, building strength, building speed, building power, building cardiovascular system which is very important and you know we haven't even got into but you know that that that's what we're looking for learn the skills as early as possible as Sonia's mentioned throughout adult life if we don't use it we lose it and then you see you know third year olds 40 year olds coming into the gym and of course we can make the changes but it's bloody hard work when you've had 30, you know 20 years of doing doing nothing and sat on your ass so you know get the skills in early learn as a kid and then you know, de develop through there. So, you know, I've, we've worked with various athletes here. We've worked with, you know, school kids. With school kids, you know, like not many of them were necessarily competing in sports, but just learning the basics of S and C's massive, massively valuable. With some of the athletes I've worked with, you know, elite young swimmers. Uh, I've got an elite young rower now. He's fifteen. Now, you know, rowing is a strenuous sport. You know, imagine that that kid's getting into rowing and doing. 
a hell of a lot of rowing volume, which is necessary to, you know, to, to make it to where she wants to get to at the top. But imagine doing all of that volume on a rower in a very stressful, you know, putting yourself through very stressful positions, pulling against water, pulling the oar, pulling against water with no strength base, like with no middle back strength, with poor posture, without the ability to hip hinge and pull. Then over time, you know, you've probably heard of overuse injuries and things like that you know, the body's going to break down. So we need to build up strength, robustness, strength in the middle back, the ability to produce power through a hip hinge, as well as going out there on the water and actually doing the doing the rowing work. So, you know, build up that toughness, that robustness, that strength, so that your kid can undertake the activities that they want to undertake. I think you you talked about your case study, like a great example of, of like basically how it is when, you, when you're young and don't have in that, that guidance. Um, and just as a good example of that, when you, if you would have something as a young kid, it would probably um, compensate it better. Like I think I know many of people who's done gymnastics as kids, um, and you can just see that when they now move in the gym, um, it makes massive difference. Same like when you come in from like an Olympic lifting background, when you've been doing it as a kid. That that's that's a big one, I think. Um, being yeah, an Olympic yeah. lifter as a kid or like as a as a teenager, um, kind of relates into your later life, like as a massive benefit. Um, yeah. Like obviously, I don't really want to like chat CrossFit, but as example, like Matt Fraser, he's been an Olympic lifter um, as he was, I don't know, in his I think past 17th, like 17, 18. And then he he's been the best CrossFit game CrossFit yeah. games athlete, um, which he himself says it's probably thanks to the background. Yeah. So obviously, what you can develop through certain sports is like you know like myself like I think I'm I'm quite athletic um, like almost anything you put me through I think I'll do well. Obviously, maybe not the basketball, but. And that that probably just comes again from my background as well. That like doing sports since being mm-hmm. I don't know six seven, like there's always been something. Um, our PE system was a bit different than yours, so we've done loads of gymnastics. You actually did some. Yeah, loads of running. Um, we did swimming. Um, I've been dancing. So I think all this kind of helped me uh, into moving the way I move now. So I'm using myself as an example yet as well. That like. I just find things easier um like you know like i never struggled with things like how to how to squat like obviously there's always something to it there's always detail to even your bench press or, you know your deadlift but like it's just so different when you have that background as a kid um and as well when you're when you're a kid i think you don't have that fear like you just throw yourself around and i think everyone who has kids or even if you don't like you know that kids just have less fear um they're a bit more you know like they don't they're not scared to rotate jump um roll whatever like they do anything i think that once you take an adult person and you even like maybe load them on the back squat for the first time like i think there is a bit of that like respect towards the movement yeah same with don't know swimming or skiing probably if you're learning sport when you're older you have that sort of respect um, but if you come in from like more athletic background, I think you're just you're just good to go. Yeah, hundred percent. I think like um, 
you know also the the social skills and the, the mm. psychological skills you can you can benefit from uh, from being in the gym as well as massive like i'm a i'm a huge believer that like kids should be doing both individual sports and team sports as well to to learn different social skills um, but in the, in the gym as well like you know you, you know, especially if you're in a good facility you're going to be surrounded by like you know really good athletes from different backgrounds and that's going to be inspiring but also like just the, the, the discipline you can learn, the, the integrity, the humility, you know, all of these things of like, you know, good, good life, you know, um, psychological skills, you can be learned through the, through the gym. The thing is like, you, you know, the, the barbell is never gonna, you know, never gonna lie to you. You're even strong, you're strong enough or good enough to lift it or you're not. And it can be yeah. quite humbling. Um, but like just the- In the team sports, I think like if you're in team, like you have your own, and you know you have your responsibility so um you know like you're responsible for the role so it teaches you how to kind of be accountable to the team and i think relates then la- later in life um in just the best possible way yeah um i think the thing with like with with gym work as well is like you know we spoke about um possibly last week where we're talking about you know longevity um sorry as we before we leave but like yeah the the importance of sustainability and longevity with your, with your training and that's you know again something like a you know a social and a psychological skill that you know that the kids can learn by 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 getting into the gym early because it does take a lot of discipline to you know to commit to train regularly um you know and, and, to, and to maintain that as well and to you know to learn the right techniques you know some of the some of the um techniques in the in the gym that you learn can be quite complex so having the discipline to you know to, to to learn those skills to learn how to move how to add weight how to brace safely how to move correctly you know it takes a lot of lot of discipline so i think there's a lot of like good mental and psychological skills that can be learned through coming to uh, the gym as well and especially for, for for young adults or kids definitely that's a great point exactly like just you know if you ever like coach a group of kids um, you can see that there's like the, the their character, characteristics or like charismas or personalities are different. Um, but like once you're in that group, being that child, like you kind of see and understand like, okay, there's a coach and I now probably I should listen. If I'm being told what to do, I should probably should. And you're trying to be the best possible, you know, version of that of yourself at that point, and it just teaches you a lot. Uh, so this has been a great point about the discipline, and this is this is probably if you or your kid lack in discipline, that's maybe where it comes from. Um, yeah, 100%. because sports can teach you a lot. Not even just being in, you know, you don't have to play rugby, you don't have to do, I don't know, anything else, but just the environment of the gym and maybe having a coach and respect towards someone. Yeah. Um, being more knowledgeable and, you know, someone's teaching you a squad and I don't know, you've been coming to the gym for three weeks and you see how you just like moving better and better. So yeah. you kind of building that respect and you understand that the person actually teaches you well and you're feeling good for it. So this, this yeah, it's, it's physical education, isn't it? And it's learning. So it's like, you know, a school, you've got all your various subjects and, and, and you're learning, you're learning you know, um, you know, there's, there's the men- mental side behind, you know, behind learning, you're sitting and you're, you're learning to, you know, improve, essentially improve brain power and learn about all these different subjects. And what we're talking about here is like, there's a brain aspect, but there's the, the physical 
education side of things, you know, and learning how to be be physically better, you know. And again, like when we're talking about health and well-being, you know, yes, by all means, go and try and get the, you know, we, we'd want kids to go and get the best job in the world, be as educated as they possibly can. But like, you know, let's teach them to move and be healthy and be strong and athletic yeah. as well like not just a, a couch potato i think it's even more important now than than ever with you know the, the rise of like modern day Basically, technology the the right amount and the right type of exercise the right amount of sleep like good nutrition like all these things probably can just sort you out like in terms of dealing with you know stress from work or like some mental mental health issues like try to sort these things first, like make sure you move enough, you know, you get the physical activity, sleep, food, and then maybe try to think if there is still an issue because these are really, really important things. Yeah, we talk about like with adults, you know, it's pretty well publicized now in terms of like the endorphins, the exercising releases, you know, lowering stress levels, um, you know, reducing anxiety and stress and things like that. So that's that's like pretty common knowledge now. There's no different for kids really. You know, kids are going through their own little, you know, different bits of bits of stress, you know, um, in, in in their lives. And you know, getting again, you know, if if your kids today tree, just getting them getting them up, getting them moving, getting them physical, um, you know, it's just you know huge psychological you know um you know positives to, to be gained from that as well as as well as as well as for the, the physiological tough words tough words <laughs> tough words tough words for a tired boy um so yeah there we go i think we can we can round up so again if you're a parent or you're a family member and you've got you know you've got kids or you've got young nieces nephews or friends that have got kids and you're you've been considering getting them into the into the gym do it do it make sure you research a good facility who are used to training kids and have the expertise to do that so right coach right facility but again just to quickly recap you know debunk those myths there's you know if, if anyone's interested in the articles i can i can find and send the articles you know it's it's not going to stunt your kids growth it's not going to injure them if it's done in done in a safe manner you know there's a lot more dangerous things that they'll be they'll be out there doing so you know get them into it you know, and, and the benefits both, you know, physically and psychologically are massive. So learn the skills, you know, get them in the gym, learn the skills early, and then that will carry through into adult life and make their life a lot easier. And it's a great age, you know, to you know, to, to, to gain some adaptations, both from a skill aspect and then as you come into teens and late teens, like especially, you know, again, we haven't really touched the sides yet uh, today on the, on the cardiovascular benefits, but like it's, it's huge cardiovascular as well as you know strength benefits you know and gains that you can get through those teenage years as well which is which is hugely important um, especially for those who are looking to go on to a high level of sport that's really a great window to to get some huge gains so as i say yeah don't be afraid to you know to get your kids down the gym it's not just bodybuilding at all it's in fact it's not bodybuilding you know just good snc learning the key key movement patterns learning some good life skills and just get on it Thank you very much for tuning in guys thanks sonia for joining me thank you and we'll catch you next time guys cheers